Hello, and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Tuesday, April 5th. Time is flying. In this episode, Arsenal revert back to Arsenal-y. Palace soar. The best game in the world is on. But first, Mike, Spurs are back. Spurs are back. Arsenal are back. Yeah, well, I had a good weekend, right? So I got to see Brentford smash the shit out of Chelsea. I got to see Tottenham absolutely bushwhack Newcastle. No noise from the Saudi boys on Sunday. And then on Monday, we got to see Selhurst Park swallow Arsenal whole. It was unbelievable. It was so and field good. south and field south. It really was. And we all we all have said this. We've all experienced it, right? Like. Like Sellers Park comes alive and it's a difficult, difficult place to City play. Drew, man. City and, Drew. And oh, that Spurs, was their last game. Spurs That's four points against Arsenal and City. Yikes. So when I saw it was a night game, Monday night game, and I went, coming out of the international break, you've got we talked about this. Vieira getting the boys on the juice, just getting ready for it. Connor Gallagher was, I'm pretty sure, foaming at the mouth in the first 20 minutes of this game. The entire stadium, which it's so interesting because it's so small. Right, but it relative to the larger stadiums, but it just fucking comes alive. Holy and shit. the first thirty-five minutes of the game, you'd have thought you were at Old Trafford or Anfield. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Istanbul, baby, Istanbul. This is before they scored, okay? And yeah. and when they did, they scored the first one. They're like, oh, "All right, cool." When they scored the second one, the fucking proverbial roof popped off of the place. Like it was nuts. And um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I hate them, but I was like. Ooh, I kind of feel bad for Arsenal. Like that's how yeah, they're bad get, they're, this they're getting was. it. They're getting it. Was it. I think two that, nothing, and they didn't have a shot. Like forty minutes into the game, not even a shot. The, like anywhere. I think the thing that people didn't realize was that Palace was always like that, but and and Steve Parrish had kept on trying to find that that offensive manager to help it work. Like he tried to bring in De Boer, and he tried, and then he'd have to yeah. go back to Allardyce. And then they found something with Hodgson to keep them up, and he could never fire him because he was too good. And he yeah. was, like, consolidating and holding on to players. But that version of Palace never won at home, and they played so bad. And they would just get their points, stay in the league. Zaha would do something. And, you know, he's he's racking up all these stats. He's like the all-time most fouled player in Premier League history. He's third, <laughs> he's third in penalties drawn. Like, he's getting up there. He's been in a Premier League now almost 10 years. Yeah. Um, but but now that they have Vieira and they were able to turn that whole group over, that original group that brought them up, there's an amazing documentary about uh, Palace. It's called Where Eagles Soar on Amazon Prime. I recommend you watch it. It goes through Dougie Freeman. It goes through early Zaha and Yannick Balassi. Respect to Yannick Balassi, my old mm-hmm. friend. <laughs> when they would just fly down the wings and they had uh, my my old friend Glenn Murray in the middle. And they were like, Glenn yeah. Murray, why, why is he here? Anyway, so that's too much palace history. But they've got something. I'm happy. I'm happy for Vieira. I'm happy it's another team that's not a defensive team. The whole league is sort of changing and when we go through more of the score when we when i go through the scores we're going to talk about our friends who are still playing the old way but mike send me to the scores well before that oh. right well no no we were talking about we were talking more about um you know zaha and i was watching the nbc coverage and, and robbie musta was saying like zaha is he was always all right that's the guy just don't let fucking him beat you today and you'll figure out palace right yeah. but now you've got so many different threats Olise didn't even play today, by the way. Easy um, either. And, either. And, right. And, and so, and Gallagher was all the place, like I said, but 
they were saying that Zaha is like, this team is so fun. It's infectious to be a part of. Right. And so the, you finally have something that, 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 that Sellers Park can really sink its teeth into and come alive. So yeah, with it, that, let's get the rest of the scores. All right. The rest of the scores. The big boys hold serve. Liverpool 2, Watford nil. It was KG. Watford played well for a 2-0 loss. Brighton still can't get off the schneid. Both mm. these teams are on six-game losing streak. Nil-nil. Uh, my friend and his wipes missed the penalty. Nil Mope. Ugh. <sighs> brutal. Uh, City dispatch of Burnley in literally 15 minutes. They scored a goal in the first 10. They scored another one 10 minutes later. Uh, De Bruyne with a nice one. But this game was over. Burnley showed nothing. Corne came on in the second half. When is Dice just going to play that dude and just be like, you're playing? I don't know what he's doing. Brentford, mighty bees, annihilate Chelsea. What a fucking game. Uh, the shot that Rudiger keeps been trying all season finally goes in. Chelsea's like, yeah, we got this. And they're well, like, nuts. not so fast, my friend. It's Brentford, mm -hmm. and they will come and come and come and come. And that's not a dirty joke. Uh, Leeds draw with Southampton. Those two teams are safe. I'm glad they'll be back. Wolves defeat Villa. Ah, the Schneid, the, the gloss is off, my friend. Mm, Mr. The shine, yeah. The shine is off, my friend, Mr. Gerard. I think the, the, the Catino thing has been weird. He's kind of disrupted what they had. And then United, the little talk spoken about this team, the better. They're done. They're on the beach. They're sinking like a stone. They're seventh. There's no way they're coming back into it. Leicester should have won this game. Then West Ham defeat Everton. Everton are awful. And they are mm -hmm. in trouble. And then your mighty Tottenham Hotspur kill Newcastle in a full performance. Really, really good. There's a way they're playing. Kulishevsky, Sun, Kane, Yauza, uh, and then Betancourt. All of a sudden, I'll talk about it in a minute. They're playing passes through the middle all of a sudden. And we just chatted about it. Monday, Palace 3, Arsenal nil. Not much from the Arsenal. I think Arsenal just got bushwhacked like they were just like what the fuck is this <laughs> it's very reminiscent to the first game of the season with brentford right where yes! they were just completely yes! completely overrun by the occasion and yes you know hey let's call it what it is if this were a team in lily white and blue we'd be calling it spursy the difference is arsenally here's the yes that's true here's the difference your team is filled with vets who've been through the wars. This sure. team is 24 years old. No, no, no. So yeah, they absolutely. get the pass. It, I know it's unfair. They've gone down to the bottom. They had years of Vengaritis. This is the most likable team I've ever seen. Okay? Of Arsenal? For sure. Yeah. For but, sure. But, I mean, call a spade a spade here. Like, this was a this was a moment where Tottenham punched the shit out of Newcastle. 5-1. They go up 4. I'm sorry. No, they went up 2 on goal difference. On yeah, Arsenal. It, it's a, well, and this is Arsenal's chance to go, no, no, no. We're going to serve it right back. We're going to go take care of business on a tough away game in a tough environment. And we're going to show you that we're we're also for real. And this is going to kick on the top four race. And it's, it's a again, it's a tough, tough place to win a game. But they have a tough running. And this signals to me. Now, again, how many times have we seen, not just this season, over the last five, that fourth place ends up being the team who who loses it the least, right? Like uh, Tottenham's been in that role before. Actually, in fact, the, the year they went to the Champions League final, they finished in fourth by the grace of God. Like they were like, we sucked the less out of like Chelsea and Arsenal and Leicester yeah. and somebody else, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so for me to sit here and proclaim Manchester United and West Ham out of this race 
is holy fucking shit so foolish, right? Yeah. yeah. But when you look at the schedules a little bit more, you go, well, United and Arsenal have to play each other. And Arsenal still has to play Liverpool, so does Spurs. But Arsenal has to play Chelsea. So the run-in that Arsenal has, and with a game in hand on Spurs, two on West Ham, is it's it's daunting to say the least. Yeah. So when I look at when I look at what the number is going to be to get there, I go, it's right around 70, right? Which generally speaking, it, it's it's pretty much give there, or take I, three points. I think Arsenal uh, um United made it one year with 66. Yeah. So yeah. 70 is going to get you fourth place, I think, which yeah. means that's 16 points from where Spurs are right now. Okay. They have eight games left. So that's 16 that's out of 24. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The so thing we'll is, see. I, I haven't looked at this in a long time. And remember when I said that Spurs' problem was scoring? It's not anymore. They no, have flown up the rankings. They're now right in the top four in XG. They're are now in the top four in defense. They're literally, so this is amazing. XG rankings for the league. Liverpool on number one with 74 XG. City, Spurs. Spurs are third in the league in XG. I was going to say they're fourth in goals scored, so. Right. And yeah, but they weren't. Remember, they they just gone on a tail. I was there. Yeah, they were awful. But now the top four is now by XG. Tottenham. By a lot, and when when we when you talk about XG, the reason why I bring it up is it shows the underlying quality of the performances, right? Mm-hmm. And Spurs were not here. This is a Conte-driven. They are the underlying numbers of what's been happening has taken them to where they're supposed to be. Arsenal had a huge hole to dig out of. They were like minus fifteen early in the season because of those three early defeats, where they were legitimately terrible. Um, but now. You know, they're they're playing, they're performing right in line with their XG. Tottenham, as expected, are giving up more goals than you'd expect. But defensively, you know, that's might be that might be Loris missing shots. That might be some defensive issues earlier on, especially now that Romero's in. But Spurs are legitimately playing at a top four level. Spur Arsenal have been doing what you need to do, which is beat the bad teams, and they are sitting there. But I think right now your team is in the driver's seat. Tottenham have, with those two moves, really solidified the team. The thing that I'm noticing that there are a couple things that I notice about Spurs that have completely changed the way I think about them. Balls are being played in the middle of the park mm-hmm. that never were played in the middle of the park ever. So Betancourt is firing balls into players in the front. And I told and you in January when we signed him, his name is also Rodrigo. I'm like, we've got a Rodri now. Yeah. We have a Roger. It's very similar to that. But, he has but been he's dynamite. He's, yeah, he fires those balls in uh, on the attack. And I think it's also the wingbacks, the Doherty thing. Finally, it's funny how, like, we've talked about these things. We think about these things. But I think coaches and managers, they go about it in a different process, right? They've got to try all the players, see how they're doing. We had the great Sessignon game when he fucking put Salah in his pocket. Mm-hmm. He, we then he had other games where he was bad. We had the Royale games where you're like, why is Royale playing? And we're wondering where Doherty is. Maybe it took to a long clear, time. I still don't know why Royale's playing. He was one <laughs> of three defenders. Three defenders scored for Spurs in one game, and they were Spurs wing back to wing backs. Yeah, wing back right. to wing Spurs back. Spurs had five goals, and Kane didn't have. He was unbelievable. He was arguably the man of the match. Yeah, he had an assist, at least one. But like, point uh-huh. being, right? One, yeah, yeah. 
but it was a great performance and and you know this is now this is not just you know a bad Newcastle team now they have lost three in a row uh it, they were killed on that Everton game so maybe the shine has gone off of them but they they had to get out of their fucking shithole so they're probably safe now and they may not play great for the rest of the season but maybe you got them on the back end Dan Byrne was trying to defend everything and Spurs were just dragging him all over yeah. the place it was uh pretty pretty incredible about what was going on there now i do want to talk about the big game like you've got your big game you've got your north london derby Mm -hmm. it's set for 30 days from sunday basically now my team has to go this is the fucking super bowl this is this is the super bowl right so we have city and liverpool both coming in relatively easy relatively unscathed they do have midweek matches which you know, Atletico versus, uh, you know, versus Benfica is really not fair. But Benfica has Otamendi and Vertonghen, so maybe <laughs> maybe they'll do something. Who the fuck knows? You never know. Don't you can't underestimate teams in the round of sixteen of the cha- in the semi. Is this semis? No, it's not. It's the quarters. Quarters, right? Sorry, in the quarterfinals. If you're there, you're there. You did something, right? If they can do what they did to Piet to Ajax, then maybe they can stifle Liverpool. It sure. would be amazing for them to do it. But City have the tougher game. They have the bigger name brand. They have the La Liga champions coming to the Etihad. They have to play them on Tuesday and try and put them away, basically. Like, yeah. this can't. This game can't linger. They've got to kill them. Right. Every second – think of it like this. City, despite what Laurent will make you think, going into this game, City are oh, they're favorites. Favorite. The heavy favorites. They're heavy favorites. However, every second that ticks closer to 90 – that City are not comfortably in the lead, they become less favorites every yeah. single second, right? Because that is how Madrid basically it's it's a very March Madness mentality for them. It's survive in advance, right? They're never going to blow anybody's doors off. They're just going to get past you. And they've and, tried, and, and they that's... haven't been that identity, but they've somehow found it. Thank uh, lucky me. In the last six games, they've <laughs> found their identity. They still have Luis Suarez, who, despite the fact that he can't get around the field. If he gets the ball in a place to score, he will score. Yeah. And Gal Felix is playing out of his mind. First, he's in form. So City are getting Atleti at literally the worst time. And if there isn't an asshole to fuck City up in the world, it's Simeone. He's going to totally fuck up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that will, like, really ruin my season if we fuck how up. Did, um, how did he work? Um, how did he do against Pep when Pep was at Barcelona? Do you know? I don't remember at all. It was more Bayern. I think I think Atleti beat Bayern pretty bad okay. once or twice. But they, they find ways. They do their thing. Uh, I think, again, it's going to be one of these, if City don't score in the first 15 minutes, they're in trouble. Yeah, it just it just feels like um, that coaching matchup feels like Batman versus the Joker a little bit. You know? I mean, it is pure It is pure. Like he's football. in his head. Yeah, it's football versus anti-football. It's, no, absolutely. It, it's Spain versus Argentina. It's the man in black versus the man, the bald man in black. Everything right. is, it's all shit house. It's all disgusting. It's no, it's all blood, no glory. And, and this is a real clash for city of personality and ideology and everything. And then after that <laughs> city, thank God have depth to sort of deal with these kind of problems, but then they have to at least play at home. So they're home for the week, but then they Anfield, gear up for war. Yeah. But then, you know, Liverpool come in. Um, I think, a draw is okay. It just means we just keep going. A draw does right. not. A draw means 
nothing happened. Yeah, right? it's almost as if the game didn't happen. Yeah, but it would put so. it would really if a city win puts the league away, and then a Liverpool almost win definitely a Liverpool that means they have like a game and a half lead basically with not with eight to play. Well, yes, but but the thing is that regardless of the outcome on Sunday, neither team is going to relent. Right. No, no, so, no. They're both going to try and win. They won't be this right. sort of case. So, shit. the 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 only thing that Sunday controls is who has destiny in their own hands. And I'm Correct. not. I don't mean to belittle that. Of course, it is. It's everything. But that, like, so perfect example. This past Saturday, right? Liverpool play the early game. Mm-hmm. It's two nil. They win. City take the pitch, knowing Liverpool just won twenty minutes ago. Win. Right. Exactly. They have to win. Right. So they got their early goal five minutes in to Bruyne. All right, everybody breathe. But if they didn't, <laughs> if they didn't, squeaky bum time, Drake. But yeah, they yeah, would, yeah. they would, it would, you know what I mean? They would start to get more tight as the game went along. And you're going to see it vice versa too. I'm sure that the schedule will work out to the point where Man City will be playing just before Liverpool. And, and just the same way that they, they can apply pressure, they can creak the door wide open if they draw or if they lose right so um yes sunday as i mentioned is the super bowl it is the best football match you will see all year champions league anywhere this is it yeah but now it's not it's not over it's probably over but it's not going to be yeah and and liverpool are on a run they haven't they haven't lost since they haven't lost in 22 they yeah. drew to Chelsea on uh, the day after New Year's, and basically they just—they haven't given—they've given up only two goals. They've had six clean sheets in a row. They have been running hard and just kicking the shit out of all comers. So they are completely in form. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They're on a ten-game winning streak. So that's ten games, three points up. They've gotten thirty points in the bag, and we'll see you there. I mean, they'd have to finish the season on a. On a 19 game winning streak. Listen, if they do that, they're champions, right? Like, yeah. what, what am I supposed to do? Like, <laughs> you know, they play yeah. at home against United. They have Villa away, which could be tough. Then they have Jurg Mob uh, at home. So that's even tougher. They don't have any more tough away games, basically. This is their toughest away game. You know, I, you could you could see Southampton nicking something, but home against Wolves to finish the season. They are basically, they've got the runway to do it. They're there, you know, they've got it all. They're really on form. And City, you know, I could do the same for City. We've, we haven't lost, but I mean, we had the, the loss to, what did we lose to, I don't even remember what the fuck happened. But I don't see yeah. trouble in City's running. No, ours, I think, is, ours is easier. Well, yeah, definitely. I, I think, and, and uh, West Ham on May 15th is really the only game that scares me for, for City. We kill West Ham. They're not fucking. You good. kill them. And they're not likely to have much to play for at that point, as yeah. as far as I see it, right? Like, yeah. they will be <laughs> they'll be fighting Manchester United for a Europa League spot or a Europa Conference League spot. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and like yeah. City, City had their big run, you know, from November to December. Then I think the Diaz injury did damage to the team. We sure. sputtered. We've had the loss to your to your mob. Got a tough, should have lost to Everton. The United game put things back. But then Palace was one of these fucking, you know, away 
Crystal Palace. We've been mm -hmm. playing a lot of away games. The Burnley game is good, but our run-in is all at home, right? So it's Liverpool at home, right. Brighton at home, Watford at home, Leeds Newcastle at home, Villa at home. The toughest game we've got is a, is a London game in West in West Ham. Well, right, and, and, yeah, Leeds isn't far. That's away, but West Ham is the only one that you're like. I, I right, do, although Wolves away after the Liverpool game. I mean, this is a tough run. No, but that's postponed, so you're going to get a blow after that. Oh, there it is. I see. It'll oh, probably be. It's it's Liverpool. We have the FA Cup. <laughs> right. So, but you see, you still have other competitions. So nobody knows when that's going to be yet. Right. So yeah, yeah you're yeah. going to fit it in. Basically, they're going to see if you're, well, the semifinal, it doesn't matter. Right. But like you're going to, you're going to probably squeak it in on the, one of the non-Champions League weeks in, in late April, or early May. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, this is normal. This is what big teams do. It's not a complaint. I, no. I hate, I hate the fucking schedule complaining. I hated Arsenal doing it. I hate Liverpool doing it. They do it the same time every year. And then you're like, I want my game post. When do you want to play it? Okay. We're playing. Just right. shut the fuck up. But my team's in form, you know, it's just going. It's just now the question is, is, the rotations have happened so much and there's been so many different lineups that there isn't really like a clear fuck up lineup this time. Like mm. if I see Fernandinho, then I'll be worried because right. he's kind of like, you're not playing. As long as Rodri's in, I'm good. Or, you know, I don't want to see, I don't want to see like Raheem Sterling through the middle with no Foden, anything, no Foden. I don't like uh, De Bruyne will play, but anything like that freaks me out. Uh, I do really, what do really, really would feel so much better if it was Diaz out there. But right now it looks like it's going to be Laporte Ake, two left footers uh, going against Liverpool. You know how I feel about Ake, where I'm like, it's Ake. Why is Ake? <laughs> but, uh, you know, we you, we all have those players. Like when you, you, I bet you when you're like, where's Eric Dyer? Why, why isn't he playing? <laughs> So, you know, that's where we are. And then I think we can probably pivot a little bit to the sort of darker end of the world. Uh, and that is Everton. There's really, they've really been living on these two games in hand thing. And they are legitimately in trouble. Like, I didn't know how in trouble they were until I watched them. And then I realized they have Burnley. We've still, we still, what do we say? Probably six weeks ago that it was going to take eight wins. That's still true <laughs> or six, but it looks like 34, 35 is going to make you safe. And these teams are like, they're on 25. Like Everton's on 25. That's just not going to get it done. Now they're running for Everton. And and granted, they could just back their ways in because the yeah. teams below them are fucking awful. But if one of these teams gets two wins in a row between Watford or Burnley, this is the <laughs> this is the Everton running. You ready? So they have Burnley oh, yeah. on Wednesday. Yep, huge. Uni United, Palace, Leicester, Liverpool, Chelsea, Leicester again, Brentford, Arsenal. They could not win easily. Yeah. yeah. Well, they'll 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 give Watford a game, but that's the thing is that like you've got, the, you know, we talked about Burnley's games in hand, and we've used that as a parachute for Everton. No, Everton aren't really going down. They've got four games in hand for Christ's sake. Okay, they're, 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 that those bill games in hands comes are going. due. Yeah. That bill comes due on Wednesday. You want to stay in the league? Listen, and by the way, you want to stay in the league? You beat Burnley on Wednesday, April sixth. 
And you're in good. Burnley on a Wednesday night. It's probably going to be rainy and cold as fuck. Although you guys are live Liverpool people, you're probably used to that shit. You no, they, they, it's north go to Maine. Burnley and get a win. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, they're fine. They almost because did. because you're going to extinguish probably your biggest cha- uh, um, competition. Yeah, right? I mean, there's not really much like the teams that were in the sort of struggle. Your Leeds, your Brentford's almost got pulled down. Bright, Brighton is super safe. Like once Leeds and Liverpool and Brentford, so once Newcastle, Brentford, and Leeds just were like. We're not fucking. We're we're too yeah. good. We're gone. They yeah. step on the gas. They each get two or three wins each, and they just vroom right out, right? Like especially Newcastle, that just like won four in a row. They were like, we're we're out of mm-hmm. here. This isn't our problem anymore. The quest, the issue is, is like Watford, Burnley, and Norwich. They're really bad teams, mm-hmm. and Everton just literally need a win, maybe two. It's two well, wins. Well, two wins. Thirty-one points. They're good on two wins. This is an elimination game because what? No matter what happens, unless I guess unless Burnley wins and then no, that's the only way. If it's a draw, Burnley's done, right? Because this is their opportunity. Yeah. If there's a if there's an Everton win, Burnley's done because yeah. this was Everton's. They they finally took it and like then they're six points clear of Watford still with one of those games in hand, and and I think it's actually against Watford as it were. Um, are, you, are you ready for the number? Yeah. If you sort by top leading scorer by team, Everton's the lowest scoring top leading scorer. Their top leading scorer is Damari Gray on five mm. goals. Mm-hmm. Where is Richarlison? He was there all season. He's yeah, like he's been second there. in minutes on his team and yeah. doesn't do shit. He has four goals. Dominic Cover Lewin died. I don't know. He's playing, that was not an, doing anything. That was, yeah, that was an issue. There was, there was and, something internal there. And, really. and I have, I want, I, I'm going to steal something from like uh, the Bill Simmons podcast where it's like, turn the camera on. Michael Keane is the worst defender in the Premier League. He should never play. I don't know why he plays. And I think, Burn, I think Burnley has lucked out in that he got a red card. Everton. No, Everton is left out. Yeah, he's so bad, and he's second in minutes. He's twenty nine years old. There was no reason to foul Antonio. He basically said, "I want to leave this game." I got a shit. He's so fucking bad. He's just one of the worst. I mean, Spurs abused abused him. He's awful. Like he's not a championship defender. He's lower than that. He's League One. This was one of the greatest Burnley moves that Sean Dyche ever did. He built up Michael Keane, and the second he found Ben Mini Tarkovsky, it was like, you can go now. Yeah. yeah. We're going to sell you to Everton because these clowns are, are spying defenders. Listen, if Dyke can get money for a guy that he needs, he'll sell him. That's why he doesn't sell Tarkovsky and me, because they're good. <laughs> I think 30 points is the line. Because... I'm it's looking 30, at this. It's 32. 32 is the number. Uh, you sure. get 32, you're good. Sure. But what I'm saying is it could be 30, right? Because Everton have could have two wins left in them, which gets them to 31. Yep. And I look at Burnley, and to be fair, they still play Norwich. They still Burnley play would Watford. have to get nine points to get to 31. Where are they finding nine points? Well, they beat Totten already, so, you know. Uh, I would say you want to find their nine points. Everton, they don't exist. Norwich, Watford. They play Everton, Norwich, and Watford. Sure do. Oh, 
That's nine points. Nine points. <laughs> <laughs> they could have fucking hell. They could have six of them by next week. If they, yeah, if they Maybe win these, everything? if they win these next two, it is, it is like, it is like in Dice We Trust, turn the machines back on. You know, here we're gonna run it back one more time. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, the other thing is of this group now. I mean, I don't think we count Norwich. It's now, it's now Everton, Watford, Burnley, right? Of this group, Everton have the worst manager. Yeah. I don't think Frank Lampard knows what the fuck he's doing. Basically, no. and, he had that. He had that Chelsea team. They were falling apart. Tuchel was like, this team's awesome. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. He's like, see this guy, Antonio Rudiger? He should play every game. What are you doing? He's like, oh, uh, uh, uh. And off they went. They won the fucking Champions League with Rudiger and the three at the back. Like, how do you not? what What are you doing, Frank? Yeah. Like, does he feel like a dick? He should. First of all, the other one is with Everton. Oh, we bought Vanderbeek and Ali. Why? Why? That's not what you needed. You needed not to have fucking Michael Keane playing defense. You've got, and, and and nobody loves Deli Ali more than me. But he's done. You've got Frank Lampard as a coach in midfield. You don't have Frank Lampard in midfield. You have the same quality you have in the manager's chair in yeah. Delhi and Vanderbeek. Like they, what do they add to your team? Oh, they're they cast offs. Yeah. They're cast offs at other top six sides. Yeah. Is that where you are now? Like, no, seriously, take take stock in yourself for a second, Everton. Is that what you are now? Yeah, they are. Is that what you aspire to be? What that's the, I think that's actually the difference. That is what you are. But is that what you wish you were? You because what? that's what you do in the transfer market. You go, whoa, 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 we're here now. This is our current level. We're not going to get players to cement that same level. Yeah, it's we're Dan, it's, Dan it's Dan Byrne, $15 million. Unbelievable. Right. That's what Newcastle did. It was like, we're getting this center forward to do the job we need them to do. By the yeah. way, would you fire Lampard if they lose to Burnley? Yeah. I would. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it on, on Sunday. <laughs> Who did they lose to on Sunday? It was horrible. Uh, West, West Ham. Ham. But the West Ham's Ham. good. But there was just nothing there. There's nothing. There's no there there. Yeah, right. There, they're just bad. They get anyway. But if they, the if, quarters, but it's uh, it's a big deal. I mean, like Everton look, going down. Is, if they lose to Burnley, yes, absolutely. Frank's on his ass because, and this is unfair to whoever it is that takes this job. Because your fire. first three games are United, Leicester, and Liverpool, and Chelsea, and then Leicester again. Those are your first five games, right? In thirty days, so that sucks. But hey, you've got the you've got the leash until the end of the season. Try to get something out of this group. It's I mean, clear that Frank isn't getting shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, it, it wouldn't even like. Is he going to go down to the championship with this team? No, no, he, no. There's no chance that Everton's going to let him take them down, right? They may go down, but it will not be with Frank Lampard. They will cut bait on him the next time they lose badly, and by badly, I mean at all to Burnley or by <laughs> multiple goals to United or Leicester. And again, you've got, you've got the Merseyside Derby coming up on April 24th. They could get blown. They could out. get killed, killed <laughs> with a Chelsea man at the bench. And you have to sit there and explain that to your fans. Are you kidding? 
It's You've been bad. talking about building a new stadium. You can't even oh stay. Oh, my God. That's a disaster. It's a disaster. And you know what? I might fire him even if they win on Sunday. <laughs> On Wednesday, excuse me. No, if they if they win, he's gold, right? I know he does have he does have that Newcastle game. It's luck. I think what they should do is probably like just we're not going to defend. Let's just go hell for leather. <laughs> they have that Newcastle game that yeah. they won. Yeah, that for the first for time since they needed that game. That game was huge. They were down a man in that game. <laughs> I understand. They've lost to Norwich. They've won two games. Two yeah. in 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 the current year. Yeah, in three months. Yeah, it's and not including months. that doesn't include one FA Cup win over Boromwood. <laughs> okay, and one over Everton, uh, Brentford. To be fair, nice win, but they've won two league games since yeah. January. So I can't really defend this. And, and again, if if it is three points or bust for me, for Frank, for but, but for look, Wednesday. But look at the XG; it's under one. No, I know. Months. I know, but that's they're the not, point. They're not even creating anything. Like well, he's supposed to be is that you an have offensive to manager. Something. You have to be – all right, well, now at this point, actually, you need to do one of two things. And especially with the run-in that you have, I'm actually – I'd call Big Sam. <laughs> they hate him. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but all they have to do is draw twice against these big clubs and beat Watford, <laughs> and you're fucking fine. The thing that's funny is – they had Benitez. They should have just fucking kept him. Yeah. <laughs> or the other one, I don't think it's a coincidence that Dominic Calvert-Lewin can't score goals because there's no balls coming in from the wing. No. Because you got rid of Luca Dini. And that's the same thing as – right. That's the same thing as as, as uh, Richarlison, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I hate the prick, but he's he's on an island. Yeah. You almost feel oh, bad yeah. for him. I think this is the longest we've given to Everton ever. Because it's our no, it's it's shocking. It is genuinely like <laughs> like all right. Everton right now are like Charlie Sheen like five years ago. When everybody's like, What happened to you, man? <laughs> you know you used to be so great. <laughs> you used to be wild thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, now you're, you're nothing, not. man. Yeah, you are shit. You're a mess. Clean yeah. yourself up. Yeah. You're not it's... winning. You're not winning anything. You're literally yeah. not winning anything. You're not winning anything. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I do want to give some shrift to uh, our friends at Man United. Uh, sure. You know, it is it is the biggest, biggest club in the world. We have to talk about them. Uh, nothing happened. This team's bad. This team's terrible. <laughs> uh, right, what do you want to talk about? Nothing. Yeah, no, they, they went back to the formation that they played against City that was so bad. Uh, and the same thing happened. They got they were disjointed. They are literally have completely tuned out Rangnick. They're not pressing. There's nothing new going on. They know he's not going to be the coach. This team has fucking checked the fuck out. No, no, no. They're I'm, done. I'm not gonna let you I'm not gonna let you do that. And here's why. Why? Because I'm not saying anything you're saying is incorrect, by the way. Yeah. I agree with all of it. However, here's what's going to happen because this is how the ebbs and flows of the Premier League season narrative go. Well, they're going to win they, two games and it's, they, everything's going to be fun. They are three points off of Spurs and Arsenal right now for fourth yeah. place. They're still right fucking there. And who do they have on Saturday and then the next Saturday after that with no games in between because they lost in the Champions League? Everton and Norwich. They're going to fucking boat race both of these teams. Okay. <laughs> They're going to win by multiple goals in both games. 
yeah. and then they're going to be right on Tottenham's ass, right on uh, Arsenal's uh, ass, uh-huh. just in time to get blown the doors off of by Liverpool <laughs> to go to Anfield, and then to go to the at the um, the Emirates. Yeah, right? those are those two games. So, oh, you think Brentford's not going to come with some leather for them? <laughs> sure, sure, and Brighton too. But listen, hear this: in, they have a tough run in in twelve days' time. You're going to hear Sky Sports, Manchester United. They're going to be all over them because they're going to win two games against shit opponents. They're going to put them right back in the race. And then they're going to get absolutely fucking annihilated <laughs> twice, maybe three times. And then it's going to be all hellfire and brimstone again. <laughs> and they end, dude. They end with six tough games Liverpool, Arsenal, Brentford, Brighton. Chelsea and Crystal Palace at Selhurst Park to end the season on Championship uh, Sunday. How many of those are they winning? Right. So well, they have. Well, here, to be fair, they have not been losing. Right. So under Rangnick, they, the four, the four one to to is that the where they is that where they fired him? Is it the four one? Yeah, the four one to Watford is when he gets fired to eleven twenty. He only loses to Wolves once and Manchester City. Everything else is draws. But remember, sure. they had that easy run, and we were like, they're going to fucking take they off. Did they didn't yeah. do shit. No, they didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Drop points against Watford, against Southampton, against Burnley. I mean, they're against best. Villa, against Newcastle. Dude, that's horrible. Like, Yeah, yeah. Their best win is Arsenal, and I guess the 1-0 against West Ham was a good win, maybe. But that's although you know the Burnley and Southampton back to back, those are they awful. left 12 points on the board with draws in the last three months that we were sitting there like holy shit. That's nil-nil versus Watford. That was two weeks ago. Yeah, no, I know. But what <laughs> I'm saying is terrible. Understand, like so so when we say these things, like oh 12 points, whatever. No, 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 they would not win all of those games. That's foolish to say. Yeah. But in the context of what this means, if you gave them half of those games against terrible opponents, that's six points. That takes them from three points behind to three points ahead in fourth place. Two points off of Chelsea for third. So when you talk about, you know, drop points, and and, and I, I still think to this day, like, Tottenham blew that game against Burnley, and there's a couple others that always stick out in my head. If we lose a game against a top six team, I'm like, yeah, that sucks. That's, that's going to happen. It's always the games you go, whose fucking idea was that? Right? <laughs> like, come on, man. These yeah. are the games you don't lose, or at least you don't you don't not win because those are the ones that come back. They're like herpes. They come back right when you don't want them to, yeah. right at the end of the season. And it's like, great. Now I have a flare up and I'm trying. I got to beat Liverpool and City and Arsenal to but get the, into the Champions But then the thing is, is they, the whole time. They, they think that that's where they are and they are not. <laughs> no, I understand. But like, they, right? but that's the thing is that they, they're the margins of where they should be and where they are, are, are so infantile. But at the same time, if Spurs win that one game against Burnley, well, they're also on 57. Yeah. So. Yeah. You could do what ifs until you're fucking blue in the face. I no, understand. Of course. of course. I mean, let's just let's just go but through it. It's right? so mind numbing sometimes yeah. from our point of view. You're like, how the fuck did you? And if it's one game, that happens to everybody. But it was six games over the course of three months where we looked at it and went, "Oh boy, United's end of season schedule is a fucking bear." But 
they're going to go into it with a pretty solid advantage mm. because of all this and then not. So now what? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, let, let's, let's just sort of do the XG rankings just to sort of give a quality quality, the quality check that sort of fits in with our narrative. Right. So city and Liverpool are way far away. They're like, their XG per game is plus one and a half, plus one and a half goals in XG per 90 is like stratospheric. There's only two teams in the world that have ever done this. This is abnormal. Like Chelsea's 0.75 is actually really good. Uh, they're a plus 35. They finished the season on a plus 50. They would actually be champions in most seasons in historically. Like this is a really good Chelsea team. They should not feel bad for where they are. No. They're just not stratospheric. Then your team comes in at 0.62. So you're pretty close to Chelsea in terms of quality. I would and ahead of them that. since Conte took over. Yes, yes. I would have, I would imagine that's accurate. Then you have Ar- then there's a drop of about 0.4, which is a lot, which is Arsenal and Man United are both Arsenal's on 0.28, Man United on 0.11. Then there's a little group here of weird teams. You're like, West Ham and Palace are close together. I would agree. Palace has had some really good games and they've been quality all year 13 draws they have as many losses as arsenal do so a lot of draws for them they're one of the only teams that are a plus there's only six teams in the league that are plus everyone else is minus yeah (laughs) so palace have actually been really good but that sort of rounds out the top group and it's only different from the actual rankings in that Arsenal is fifth, Man United is seventh and West Ham is sixth so one two three four five six seven eight in this group is City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, United, West Ham. And the actual rankings are City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, West Ham, United. So United are underperforming a little bit, and you'd expect that from West Ham, who are shithousing their way across. But I would take West Ham over United any day of the week. Like, if I had one team to go get a result, I'd be like, give me fucking, what team has Craig Dawson? Let's do it. Because <laughs> is he as good? Does he play as well as Harry Maguire does? Yes. Yeah, yes, he does. He does. <laughs> right? But the difference that West Ham has is just like fucking Rice and Socek will, would destroy McTominay and Fred just any day of the week, twice. Yeah. yeah. And everywhere and else on the pitch, United are the same. miles better, I think. But it's the, it's the spine. It's, it's right down the middle. Yeah, um, and then no, I mean, they and the no Ronaldo thing. I think it makes a difference. Like he yeah. gives them spirit, even when he sort of fucks up their team. He does have a he gives them knack. spirit in either direction, positively or negatively. But yeah, like, he does something that's not nothing. He gives yeah. an energy that we can't talk or understand or whatever. So let's just wrap up. We have game. We have the big, the big things to watch. We've got Atletico and City tomorrow. Then Liverpool versus Benfica. Uh, the bigger match, I think, is probably Real Madrid versus Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea go into this limping, but Real had just been beaten pretty badly by Barca at the time. I would have pipped Chelsea to be a favorite against Real, but Real in the Champions League is just a different beast. Like weird fucking ghosts coming out. They're like the, they're like the, they're like the nineties Yankees. No, they're more like game seven on the parquet floor Celtics kind of shit where you're just like, oh, okay. you're like, uh, I don't, this team's not good, but they somehow are winning. I don't understand. Yeah. Is there a hockey team that has that? No, no, it should, uh, it should have been Montreal. It was Montreal. It was right. Montreal in like the, the sixties. Yeah. But they, but it, it it lived on for years, right? They or the no Bruins, in the seventies, sorry, right? But the and the Bruins at home versus 
versus Toronto, they could never beat them. Right. That was another one. Mm -hmm. Anyway, hockey's fucking weird. I'm not going to bring that shit up ever again. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then I'll be I'll be licking my lips and worried about city. And uh, I do want to say, I shared with you guys that I put a ten dollar bet on on Crystal Palace. You did right when I saw the line, so I won. You did, <laughs> and I was a chicken shit. I saw three twenty five, and I went, I bet draw no bet is still plus odds, and it was, and I won on that. So <laughs> I did a little I did a little more buy in, and I uh, I took that home too. So all right, all right, let's wrap it up. Let's okay. get out of here. That was the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We are the football wing of the Chop Sports Network who have made it to 1,000 fans on YouTube. Good for them. Yeah. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. So you never miss an episode. And to FanHub, we love you. Thank you for everything. Please rate and review, download FanHub, and we will speak to you on Thursday. And I will be getting nervous.